This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Resources, LLC. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, it's your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I am Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Holland is a code word for living life with those with disabilities. And I know there are a lot of people in our audience who may have special needs members in their families, but there may be others who do not. And you're probably wondering, what is it like to have a child with special needs? If you are a special needs family, how do you articulate that? And here's an essay, Welcome to Holland. I am often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability to try to help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. It's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and make your wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice. You may learn some handy phrases in Italian. It's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The stewardess comes in and says, Welcome to Holland. Holland, you say? What do you mean, Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life, I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in flight plan. They've landed in Holland, and there you must stay. The important thing is they haven't taken you to some horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So you must go out and buy a new guidebook, and you must learn a whole new language, and you will meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. It's just a different place. It's slower paced than Italy, less flashy than Italy, but after you've been there for a while and you catch your breath, you look around. And you begin to notice that Holland has windmills, Holland has tulips, Holland even has Rembrandts. But everyone you know is busy coming and going from Italy. And they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, yes, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. The pain of that will never, ever go away because the loss of that dream is a very significant loss. But if you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special, the very lovely things about Holland. And my hope and prayer is that we all are better people because of the time that we've spent in Holland. And this past week has been an interesting week in Holland for me. My girls, Maria and Christina, are all are on the autism spectrum with intellectual disabilities. They are 19 and 17. And our youngest daughter, Anna, is of typical 14-year-old. And each of them are all trying to grow up in their own way. Maria just came to me this morning and asked, Mom, do I have to get married? And of course I said no. But her question that she always asks after that is, why did you not want Lady to have puppies? And I always say, well, puppies are a lot of work and somehow in her mind that makes it okay 
not to get married or to have puppies? And this is a question she's been asking for a few years now. And then our next child, Christina, oh my, Christina has told me the other day she was in the kitchen and she was hyperventilating. That's part of her stimming behavior. I was trying to get her to stop. And I said something to the effect, you better watch it. And she turned around and she looked at me and she said, you better watch it. And I said, you can't talk to me that way. And she explained to me that she was grown up. So at 17, at four foot nine, at what, second grade mental level, she's grown up. And I looked at her and I said, yes, you are, but I'm your mother and you don't talk to your mother that way. So it's interesting dealing with children as they're growing up. So all that said, that was my week in Holland. So today on the program, we're going to have Buddy Baseball, a non-competitive recreational league for individuals with special needs. We'll be right back in a moment. This is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour, here on AM 860, The Answer. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. Hi, this is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour. Today we will be discussing Buddy Baseball, a non-competitive recreational league for individuals with special needs. And I have here today Russ Oberbreckling. He is the one who started Buddy Baseball here in the Tampa Bay area. Russ, could you please introduce ourselves to our, to our audience and explain how Buddy Baseball got started? Well, thank you very much. Again, Russ Oberbreckling, I'm the commissioner of Buddy Baseball. And we'll be starting our sixth year coming up. This will be our 13th season. We started back in the 2009. And the whole league started because of my sister and her son. Her son has special needs, and she's looking for a program where he could be successful and have a good time playing some kind of organized sport, and she found Buddy Baseball. And she went with her local recreation department, and they got that program on board. And then after I saw you know, the emails of gratitude from all the parents of these players with special needs, it just touched me so much. I go, we need to have this in Tampa. So that's what I did. I went to my local parks and rec department in Temple Terrace and told them what we wanted to do. And after five minutes of the program, they said, we're on board. So that's how it all started. That's amazing. And what's so amazing to me as someone who has special needs children is that you don't have a special needs child. No, I have two daughters. Um, they're 16 and 18. One's going to college. One will be going. My daughter, Hannah, is with me today. She'll be a junior in high school. So, but yeah, I have just two typical kids. Yes. And the other thing that's amazing is it's been a family effort. Oh, our whole family's involved since the very beginning. It's my, my wife, you know, she's been very helpful and the girls have been buddies. They've been helping out volunteering with different things along the season as far as when we need an announcer, they'll step in or we need some help uh, with our meet and greet or different things throughout the season. They're there. It's, it's a whole family thing. It's not just me. We're all involved. Now, what I was amazed, too, is how quickly you were able to start this and the sponsors. Yeah, it, it, we started off with a bang. I mean, our, our very first season, we weren't sure what to expect. but We had like 36 players and 38 buddies our first season. And uh, we had you know some sponsors started coming in just because they're just so grateful that there's an opportunity for their kids to play baseball where there haven't before. We had an, a nice article in the newspaper, 
and uh, we had an open house at the Temple Terrace Recreation Department. And it's kind of like this is what's going to happen, and people were coming in uh, with this flyer and this newspaper article saying, we're here, and they were so excited about playing. Well, my girls, my girls love Betty Baseball, and they used to do other special needs sports, but they can all play. They have two special needs daughters and one typical child, and my typical child really wanted to be able to play with their sisters, and this was the only sport that allowed for that. Right. This is what's great about it. It is a team sport, and it's non-competitive, so that's what's great. A lot of these kids can't play ball on a regular team and be successful at it, but now they can because they're, they have a buddy there to help them, and the team is there to help everybody else out. So it's a real team sport and just a, a lot of fun for not just the players and the buddies, but also for the parents. Yes, and your daughter Hannah is here with you today, and you've been doing this for a long time. Since the very beginning, in 2009. Now I bet you help your dad out with the paperwork. No. No? <laughs> not yet. Nope. But I bet you help him out with the fields. Yeah, and- like a lot of the times he'll ask me to come down to the fields on the Friday night, and then I'll help pick up the trash, and I'll help, like, clean up the field so it's nice for the next morning for when everyone comes. And that's that's impressive. I mean, you're working at this nonstop. We just show up for an hour game. We have a great time. But you've already been out there in the morning. You're marking the field. You're cleaning it up. Yeah, there's a lot of things that go on that uh, people don't realize. It takes a lot of work to get ready for the fields to play on. And because they just kind of come up and show up, and that's it. They think it's it's always like this. But it, there's a lot of work of getting the season ready and the fields ready before the game starts. And not to mention rain day. I liked your email where you said, just because it's raining in your area of town doesn't mean it's raining in Temple Terrace. That's exactly true. Yes. And as a player, um, Hannah, actually not a Hannah, Hannah is a buddy. Your player or your special needs children like mine who play the game along with their buddy. So what does it mean to you to be a buddy? Well, I think my favorite thing is when I see the kids accomplish something that they didn't know that they can do, like hitting a ball without a tee. Like a lot of kids don't think they can do it, but then if but then if a ball is coming at you and you hit it, like that, I think that's pretty cool. Yes, and what's neat for listeners out there, you went through a training to learn to yeah. be a buddy. And actually, me and my sister, my dad filmed us. Um, like doing like a like a buddy training video for all the other buddies and everybody training. My my dad puts on the video to teach the other kids that don't know how to do it, and then we've gotten a lot of great feedback on it and how helpful it's been. No, that's a very good point. Every season we have a buddy training because a lot of these uh, buddies want to help out, but they know nothing about uh, children's special needs and a little bit nervous. So yes. we do have a training program ahead of time to say this is what you kind of can expect. And some of these kids have never played baseball before, but they still want to participate. So we put together a, a training video of my two girls on how to be a buddy, you know, where to stand, and where, where, to, where, where what do you do. And then we also, part of the video is how not to be a buddy. So that's <laughs> when the kids are being on their phones and Instagram and Facebooks and selfies. That's right. not how to be a buddy. So we, we teach them how to be a buddy. And that's been very, uh, very receptive by the other buddies that they, they said, okay, good. I feel better about coming in here and, and Hannah and Kelsey, right. they did a great job of, of putting the video together as far as our actors. One was a representative of the player and one representative of the buddy, and we showed them how to do it. It was great. Yes, well, I was reading over your buddy training rules and, you know, be on time, bring a glove. It was, um, it's a great program just for the buddies learning responsibility and learning how to deal with people who are different than they are. And then a lot for the buddies is a lot of them want to get all the community service hours for school. Yes. And it's a really great way. And then, um, like, some kids ask for more, so then they'll, like, 
stay stay after the game to announce some games or clean up the field after or be there for the meet and greet. So it's good for community service hours. A lot of kids come in figuring, I just need community service hours, and that's that's all I'm here for. But after right. it's done, they say, oh, this was so much fun. I'm, you know, community service hours was a bonus. Yes. I mean, I had more fun connecting with all the other players and the buddies of the team and just the camaraderie that goes along with it. And then all right. of a sudden, the community service hours was, was, you know, back in the back burner. Right, right. Well, the other thing about all your trainings, your meet and greet, because you, first you have the buddy training the week before. Correct. Then the following week you have where the buddies and the players meet. And what's fun about that, my girls love it. Everyone's shirt is on a table for them. Their coaches are there. And there's food afterwards. Right. Uh, <laughs> our buddy training is, is one of the most fun days. And we've we gotten so big that we have to have two sessions. We have yes. to have a break in between it. Because the kids are so looking forward to getting back to playing and seeing their friends. They may not have seen them for the entire summer or for over the Christmas break. So they're looking forward to it. And that's when all the, the players' buddies get their, their um, uniforms. And every kid's got their uniform with their name on the back of it. And a lot of them, you know, just put it on right then and there. But, uh, you know, we cater lunch for them. And we have a few announcements. And you know, we kind of, you know, just talk about what the season's going to bring. And some of the times we have new parents coming out there that are brand new. Yes. This is a great time where the parents can talk to the buddies. It may give them special instructions that um, they, they should know for, for their, their child. Yes, and today we have a player here, Zachary Mueller, and he has been playing buddy baseball for, I think, since the beginning. Is mm -hmm. that correct? Yes. What is your favorite part about buddy baseball, Zachary? Well, I know you're the home, room, home yes. run king. I mean, you clean up. He's on the same team as my girl. So Zachary gets out there and he hits it. And what's neat about Buddy Baseball, if you hit it past the baseline, that's usually a home run. So Zach's one of our bigger hitters. I'll tell you that right now. Zach's been playing since yeah. the very beginning. <laughs> and uh, he's one of the home run hitters. And uh, he can get around those bases pretty quick. Yes. And uh, I think what he enjoys a lot about Buddy Baseball is getting the game ball uh, when, when he's the all-star, the MVP of the game, and yes. also uh, the trophies at the end of the season. That's true. And what I like when Zach gets up there, you know he's serious about it. He's got his his bat and he's lining it up and he's tapping the plate. So and then there's always the party afterwards, right? Yeah. Where we have the snacks and that's when you're awarded your baseball. Yes. Well, this is great. I'm Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour, and we'll be back in a moment. reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. Hi, this is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour. I am here with Russ Oberbreckling and Michelle Vaughn. Michelle, could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Sure, Julie. Uh, I am Michelle Vaughn. I uh, am an HR manager during the week and then... Uh, by day. By day. <laughs> and during the season, I am a, um, a coach for Buddy Baseball. Yes. And what's interesting about Michelle, Michelle and her husband, Wayne, have been coaching Buddy Baseball for... Eight. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. And she coaches my children on the Mustangs team. Yes. 
You're <laughs> the best thing. What's neat about Michelle and Wayne is you they do not have special needs children of their own. However, they have four children. We have four teenagers. Four teenagers. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. They have let's see, Sammy. How old is Sammy now? Sammy is eighteen. He's about to leave for college. Mally's about to turn sixteen. Uh, Benny is fifteen and AJ is thirteen. Wow. Now Mally is Maria's buddy. Yes. Yes, and that's been wonderful. But before we talk about Mally, Maria, and all that, how did you get involved with Buddy Baseball, and why? So it's funny you say that, because when Russ was talking earlier about, you know, a lot of kids do this for community service and find out that it's something completely different. My son, Sammy, we knew about it through a a coworker of mine, um, and I asked Sammy to be a part of it. And at the time, it was just for community service hours. Um, And after the first season, we were so so blown away by what we had seen and fell completely in love with his buddy James yes. and he had such a good time that the rest of our family joined in at that point yes but what's neat about your family is this isn't like you live in Temple Terrace you commute from Land Lakes yep we have about a 45 minute commute um every weekend so yeah. yes and they're Which always I know you're always early yeah. always happy always there yeah and 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 have been there for eight seasons have been and as teenagers I mean Sometimes it's difficult to get them to do things, but this is not something that we ever have to push them to do or anything like that. They go happily and are, are excited to go every week. Yes. Mally is an amazing kid. She's been Maria's buddy for eight seasons now. Yeah, and uh, Mally, uh, Maria well, had a bloody nose and Mally came to me uh, and she's, she brings Maria to me and she says, um, Miss Ames, Maria, do you want me to take her to the bathroom and clean her up? I looked at her. I'm like, is this kid really volunteering to do that? (laughs) And I looked at Mally. I said, no, this is something that a mom should do. So, and there was another time where Maria was, had been in the bathroom for about 10 minutes. And Mally said, do you want me to go check on her? And sure enough, she went and checked on her and, and she brought Maria back and no big deal. Oh yeah. She really, they have quite a relationship. It's interesting. They, um, (laughs) she really cares about her and, um, and they, uh, they have really serious conversations. Now, you, you've got to understand, Maria does not tell me what she talks about. Oh, Mally either. Oh. They, they have very serious conversations on the field. Um, completely oblivious that there's a game going on. but <laughs> Because uh, they have like pretty intense girls. conversations um, every week. And they, they talk about a lot of stuff. Yes. Well, it's funny because I was, I was talking to my girls. And I couldn't have them on the show because they really don't talk that much and but maria asked her what's your favorite part and she said getting a home run and the game ball now christina when i asked christina i said what's your favorite part she said getting a home run on my birthday and that was a couple that was a few seasons ago and she already told me that on christina has autism and her thing are calendars and dates she's already told me that in 2016 her birthday on March 12th falls on a Saturday, and she's going to get a home run. That's cool. But I looked at her. I said, where did you find a 2016 calendar? And she said, on my phone. She has a little track phone. So Christina's right. already planned the home run. Hey, we run. will be ready. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, but tell us as far as your kids and different things with them. Sure. So, um, so Sammy's buddy, when he, uh, for most of the time that he's been with Buddy Baseball, um, was James. He's now um, too old to be in the program, yes. but he was with Sammy the whole time for years, and he um, he had cerebral palsy. Right. Um, and so, 
but even though he um, he had difficulty communicating, he and Sammy had a real bond. I mean, they, um, I don't know, they just had a connection. Yes. That's not uncommon. We have a lot of parents, when they sign up their players, they suggest, can we have the same buddy as last year? They will call out, yes. can we have, you know, you know, Benny again or Sammy again? They, they say, right. we want the same buddy because they get along so well. Yes, and that's what's so amazing. For instance, James had two siblings that were also buddies on the team. Right. Now, my youngest, um, Anna, is Christina's buddy. And what's fun about that is usually that doesn't happen, but it works out. But it was so funny on that first training that they were going together, and you're supposed to ask questions about each other so you learn about each other. Anna looked at Christina, and she said, if you're not nice to me, I won't be your buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the only time. Other than that, it's been wonderful. She was just kidding, too. They got along great. So what about your other children's buddies? Right. So, uh... So players, so players, so uh, Benny's players, actually Zachary. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I should have. Uh, so they hang out during the games. They chat. They um, Zachary's very um, into the game. It's important to him, and so Benny yes. does a really good job of of kind of staying with him, you know, helping him out. Um, but Zach doesn't need a whole lot of help, right? Uh, so, yes. so Benny just kind of you know stays with him. He usually um, likes first base, and they hang out there. They have some chats out at first base, and, and they're into the game. Yes. Now, what about AJ? So AJ, interestingly, um, my youngest, plays competitive baseball. And so this oh. was an adjustment for him, and it was a learning experience for him. Um, he started when he was a lot younger. And so um, this was an opportunity for him to really learn some perspective. Right. Um, and to understand, you know, um, something about life that he didn't really before. Um and he's gotten, we've noticed he's gotten so much better at, you know, at first he wanted to go get the ball himself or, you know, go right. catch it or throw it himself. And now he does a really good job about letting the players play and, and kind of backing off and helping them. And The team has really become kind of like a family after all these years together. Yeah, a lot of our players have been with us um, from the beginning. So the Mustangs have kind of become our own little family. We have friendships outside of Buddy Baseball. Zachary came to my son's graduation party. Uh, you know, yes. we celebrate things away from the field and um, and have formed real friendships. And I love in the dugout the camaraderie that the kids have. So even uh, we have some new players this season. Yes. And Zachary took charge the first day and was um, the person who was in charge of explaining what was going to happen, who was going to go next, how things work. And he did a great job. He he really took charge of of uh, of that very, uh, first day. It was a little chaotic, and he took charge. He was my helper for sure. Yes. Well, what's neat about the game? I will admit that when my kids first started, I would feel guilty if they were having trouble hitting the ball. And the rules. I know that sounds funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> the rest is laughing. Um, well, I would feel guilty that I hadn't practiced with them enough. <laughs> that I hadn't thrown the ball, or I hadn't had them out in the yard and what's really neat about it is there's a rule in buddy baseball that if you miss it five times they bring out the the tea the thank you russ they bring out the tea and that makes it easy so there's never any embarrassment if you're not a great hitter like zachary that you're not going to make it and everyone cheers i love to have my mom at the games because she's yelling and I, I she's just very excited and the girls love it but it was so neat with maria and christina when they started hitting the home runs and it took a few years. Oh, and, yeah, and they have it, improved tremendously. I mean, they really hit the ball now. You I, can see it from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, the progression of, yes. the, of the players. They get more practiced. 
make more fun, yes. and uh, they get better as your, as your season goes on. And it's been amazing to watch. Yeah, they, so, they're they're terrific. Yeah, it was just like, Christy, I'm, on my birthday, I'm going to hit a home run. So <laughs> they've got it all sewed up. Now, Michelle mentioned about uh, her, her kids being buddies. And the buddies do a great job of knowing the limitations of their parent, of their players because yes. they go, Zach is serious about it, so I'm going to take it serious. Sometimes the kids are out there just talking, and they may not be um, as well adapted to play baseball, so they know what the limitations are and what to do and what not to do and not push them too hard. So right. the buddies do a great job of just – they get to know each other after a time, and uh, they know what works and what doesn't. Well, what's nice is in the sign-up form for the players, they're able – able to fill out everything and any type of challenges. For instance, my children um, hyperventilate or stimming behavior. And so their future buddy knows that ahead of time, and that helps. They'll put, we'll put on there, like, I need help with, and then it says running, you know, fielding, yes. paying attention. So they, they check these things. So the buddies have a good bio of the kids. It's figured, okay, they need help with this. So right. that's where I can help out. And if they don't help with that, I'll let them run to first base by themselves. But um, – Registration goes through a lot of things as far as um, what their disability is and how severe it is and gives them an idea of how to be a better buddy. Yes, and one of the neatest things to me was I was at a game and there was a lighted, there was a ball. The pitcher was throwing a ball and it was making a sound. And I thought for a minute, what is that? Well, we have blind players. I know, and that is just so amazing. Not only do we have blind blind players, we we have children in wheelchairs. So it's just amazing how even the testimonials on the website, that's what people need to go see. You have the written testimonials that are three pages long, but then you go to the videos and you have these parents saying, my child can never play baseball. And there they are. And they're playing baseball. When a child that can't see hits a ball, we're calling it the beat ball. We pull the thing out so they can hear it. So when a child hits a beat ball, and you're surprised, they hit it more often than you think. Yes. The crowd goes wild. When a kid that can't see hit a ball, hits a ball. It's crazy, and it's nice watching these kids run on the bases. They'll, they'll grab their buddy's arm, and then they, the, the buddy tells them when it's home plate so they can slide. So they're having just as much yes. fun as everybody else. And that is so exciting. Well, I'm Julie Ames. I'm the host of the Special Needs Family Hour, and we'll be back in a moment. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. Hi, this is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour. I am here with Russ Oberbreckling and Phyllis Guthman. Phyllis is a board member, and she is an expert, has an extensive background in special needs. Phyllis, can you tell us a little bit about your background and introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Julie, for having us. And I have approximately 15 years of experience at three statewide organizations that serve individuals with disabilities, including Florida Diagnostic and Learning Resources System, which is embedded in Hillsborough County Public Schools Department of Exceptional Student Education, and um, the Center for Autism and Related Disabilities at USF, and VSA Florida, which is the statewide organization on arts and disabilities. And um, I also have some private clients that I um, 
also do some work for and various nonprofits. But one of the things I'm very proud of is that I was selected to be a board member for Buddy Baseball. Um, I think pretty much maybe a, after the first season or two, we established yes. a board. She was an original board member. Wow. And you were at the very first meeting that Russ had at the Recreation Center. I was at the first meeting. What was that like? I was impressed immediately. It was so organized. And because I have a son with a disability and because yes. I've worked in the field for so long, I've experienced lots of different organizations and groups and providers yes. of services. And I could not even understand how it could be so good right out the gate. Such organization. And that was just the first meeting. I was really floored when we had the meet and greet and the training. It was just set up so wonderfully and it was quality. Yes. And I, I was thoroughly impressed and my entire family fell in love immediately with Buddy Baseball. So my husband um, became a coach pretty quickly after the first season. He insisted on being an assistant coach the first season, oh, really? <laughs> even though he wasn't actually signed up to be so. He enjoyed it so much. Um, the next season, he signed up to be a coach. I have a daughter who's a buddy. In yes. fact, um, she was a buddy for Zach many seasons ago. Wow. And um, Hannah was on our Team Ravens a couple of seasons ago. So it does become sort of a family. It and does. then my son is a player. So it's, and I'm on the board, so it's a family affair. Right, the whole family. And it's really, it's amazing how many families are involved. I mean, just right here, we have three, four families. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it, you really get taken in by it. And it's been said before, but, you know, my daughter was used to volunteering, so she wasn't, she was too young to get service hours. So that's not what drew right. her to being a buddy. But I think of all the things that she's been a volunteer or a buddy or an intern for, Buddy baseball is the thing that she does not want to miss. Right. And if she has other commitments, unless it's something just critical for school and for a grade, she says, oh, no, I can't participate in that. I have buddy baseball. No, she, she just knows two seasons a year. Those Saturdays are for buddy baseball. Yes. Now she has a best friend that's a buddy. Yes. Um, or it's, a player. It, it's a very interesting. Um, I think my son has had about three buddies and his um, current buddy, Logan, has a sister who is a player and my daughter is her buddy. Okay. And um, Lindsay and Patricia have developed such a lovely friendship. And I have to say, as a parent of a, of a son with a disability yes. and as a board member, these are the things I really delight in seeing, to see true friendships develop. And yes. these girls are like typical teen, you know, young girls. They're texting all the time. They're giggling. They have sleepovers. They go to the mall. They go to the movies. They just do all sorts of things that are just commonplace. And it, it's just a beautiful thing to see. They email each other. Lindsay's been out of town for a very long time at a college experience. And yes. it's daily we're getting photos and all kinds of, this is what I'm doing today. And this is what I learned yesterday. And I just think it's a beautiful wow. thing. It's amazing. Now, it's tell amazing. us a little bit about your other fellow board members. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to let Russ jump in, but apparently we were all hand-selected carefully. <laughs> and everyone brings something different to the table. We have people that um, have experience in business, people that um, are attorneys, um, marketing people. Um, it, it's just been, we had someone who had behavior background. It's a nice mix, and the board works beautifully together, and it's definitely the, my most favorite board. <laughs> I mean, I've been on lots of different boards and councils, and some of them just sometimes feel like a burden because there's just so much business and 
paperwork and legalese. Right. And this is a board that actually does things. We actually work. We, you yes. know, we support Russ and what he plans to do for the season. And we try to jump in whenever we can to fill in for him so that he doesn't have to run around the county, you know, 24 right. seven. And it's, I would say it's a working board, but I'll let Russ jump in. She nailed it. I mean, there's, there's only seven of us on our board and that was enough because if we have to vote, there's not going to be an even vote. We'll have a tiebreaker, but they were hand selected after yes. the first year. We, we realized we had something special here, and then from there we, we got our, our nonprofit status, then we formed our board of directors. And, I, you know, Phyllis was, was great. I met her at the fields, and with her uh, experience with special needs, she was in. And we picked a CPA, do our taxes. We have an attorney for disclaimers and so on. And we right. have a couple just committed volunteers to help us out. Now we've um, one member was with the, the group had to um, resign. And, uh, you know, just that's how it happens. And we got right. a new person that knows marketing. We really didn't have a marketing person. And now we're really stepping up our game on that. And we have board meetings. We all get along. And something always positive comes out of it. And I'm thinking, like, why didn't we think of that before? Right. Because I, I can't think of everything because someone else will say something. That's where you brainstorm these ideas. And goes, that's a great idea. Let's do it that way this year. And yes. the, the board members, we all get along. We're all committed to the, the program you know, and it's just a, a nice group of folks, and we get along just fantastic. Well, what I think is neat, talking about the quality of the program, is just the games themselves. The kids come out on the field, and the ones who understand do take their hats off, but you have the national anthem, the flag. Right. On opening day is the best day. We'll have a local Boy Scout Troop 120 come out and present the flag, and uh, we'll have the national anthem. And then on the opening day, we'll have all the kids line up along first baseline and third baseline. The announcer will... We'll say their age, how old they are, what school they go to, and then that's like opening day. But every time after that, they all come out on first baseline, and we have the national anthem. And one of the players, they take turns holding the flags. And sometimes that can be a battle that uh, <laughs> that you held it last time. It's my turn. Yes. So it's a lot of fun. And as far as your organization goes, we really pride ourselves on that because the 10-15 game starts at 10-15. It'll start at 10-15. Right. You know, we realize that some of the, the attention span of some of these children may be a certain window. And if that 10-15 game starts at 10-45, there might be a problem. And so, there is a problem. Exactly. Yes. So we start on time with or without them. So no one likes to miss. And then I remember our very first day back in 2009, one of the dads says, well, how long have you guys been doing this? Four or five years? And I go, this is our first day. He goes, you're <laughs> kidding me. I can't believe you got this thing going like this. So, you know, you know, organized for being the first day. So that we, we haven't stopped. We're always trying to put a quality product on the field. Yes. Well, the game is exactly one hour. So 10, 15 to 11, 15. Yep. And then afterwards, the two sides. Uh, shake hands. Well, actually, they pass each other in the field, and some shake hands, depending on whether Correct. that is their thing or not. My girls just kind of cross people. <laughs> they don't always shake well, there's, hands. There's shaking hands, there's high fives, there's fist bumps, yes, there's fist everything. Bumps. Yes, everything. yes. And, um, yeah, and some of the, the the parents will they'll take turns. A parent will bring snacks for the week. Some will bring the, the drinks or the chips. So not one parent's doing it. They're all kind of going around it. And sometimes the, the, the teams, they may go to McDonald's afterwards or to Dairy Queen down the street. So I, I like how they're saying it is a family thing. You know, we're getting invited to different stuff, but um, they enjoy coming and they look forward to seeing each other the following week. And let's not forget the Buddy Baseball Bash. Yeah, we we like that. It's our end-of-season party. And it might have been Phyllis that may have came up with the name, the Buddy Baseball Bash. <laughs> but it's our end-of-season party. We have it at the ball fields over at the, underneath the covered court. And, you know, we'll have catered lunch. And Michelle's been... Um, one of our coordinators for a few times, but uh, it's just we'll have 300 people there, and we'll have a, a face painter, we'll have a, a photo booth, we'll have somebody doing um, balloon artists, um, 
just all in music and food. It's just a fun time for everybody in music. It's just, and after the, that, we'll have a game with the buddies and the coaches. So that's always a fun day. Don't yes. forget your favorite part, Russ, the cheerleaders. Oh, well, that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have professional cheerleaders. Yes, yeah, we, we have a, the USF Diamond Dolls for the baseball team has come out and performed a few times. And uh, Raymond, I believe, was at our last um, uh, party, our end of season party. So the yes. Rays have been big supporters of ours. And uh, Raymond's come out, and we'll probably get DJ Kitty this year for the end of season party. But uh, they're, you know, speaking of the Rays, you know, they, they give us free tickets to baseball game, and we're very grateful for all of our sponsors. Right. You know, they're very generous with their with their money and their time. Some will give a check, and some will come and help out. But it's just been wonderful. We, we couldn't have the league that we have with all of our sponsors, and and uh, they're very loyal to us. And, and yes. It's, it's nice. Now, what about, there's one club that even fixes lunch for everyone. Yeah, those are Temple, the Tampa Breakfast Sertoma Club. Um, the past couple seasons, they come out and then they made lunch for us. They got a grill and grilled hot dogs and hamburgers and chips and uh, free free lunch. So that's very generous of those guys also. This year, they're buying a grill for us so they don't have to rent it anymore. Oh, really? So it'll be in our shed so we can use the grill whenever we want. But when they come out, um, they can do their hamburgers and hot dogs also. That's just the... Just the generosity of, of all the sponsors that we have. Yes, and, and then you have medical students who volunteer also, correct? We have had medical residents at USF uh, come and pee our medical staff, be, kind of be an on-site. We give them a red shirt so somebody can find them. And uh, there's, every now and then there might be something, but nothing serious. Yes. Usually it's a sibling getting cut on the playground that needs medical attention, not a player or a buddy. <laughs> right. But uh, occasionally some may twist an ankle or Something may happen, but Simple. it's not something, yeah. And we have a, a first aid kit at both of our fields to take care of these kind of things. So uh, we, we've been very lucky. Nothing nothing serious has happened. Great. My name's Julie Ames. I'm the host of the Special Needs Family Hour, and we'll be back in a moment. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. Hi, this is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm here with Russ Oberbreckling and Phyllis Guthman. Could you tell us a little bit more about your sponsors? Yes, absolutely, Julie. Um, I'd like to say that in our team, the Ravens, we have two um, different sponsors that are just as excited as the parents of the kiddos with special needs. Um, one of our sponsors has a child who is a buddy, and she and her husband show up in their Ravens T-shirts and their hats, and they're jumping and yelling and getting excited just like everyone else. Our other sponsor has um, actually my son's buddy and my daughter's player, and they get as excited as well. So it, it's a nice little family group of you really don't even know whose parents are parents of players and who are play- parents right. of buddies. They're just all excited for each team and their team. So it's a wonderful thing. The other thing I wanted to mention is we have so many sponsors, so I'm not going to mention them by name. Um, Russ will touch on some, but we have a lovely appreciation night. So, you know, Russ and his family just work all the way to the very end. It starts with the quality season and it ends that way. 
And it's a very special night just for the sponsors to really show them how much we appreciate them and the coaches and other volunteers. And it's, it's a lovely night. And, you know, they get a little commemorative plaque or some sort of thing to acknowledge that, you know, they've participated and contributed to Buddy Baseball. Right. And we have the same thing on our team. We have Tampa Still as a sponsor and we have Alvarez Roofing. Dennis works for them. That's Zachary's dad. And mm-hmm. so we have the same thing on our team. You know, with all these sponsors, you know, it, it's great because it can keep our registration costs low. Yes. Because for our players, you know, their age requirements are students with special needs ages 8 to 22, and the buddies are ages 10 to 18. And we try to match up the boys or girls the best we can, but sometimes they'll say, I want an older boy. We have found out teenage boys with special needs like to have teenage girls as their buddies. Some things don't change. I've noticed that. But with, with our sponsorships, I mean, it's $30 for the, the players and $15 for the buddies. And sponsors, like we have what we call Grand Slam sponsors, Tampa Energy Foundation is one of our sponsors, the Brink Foundation, Florida Medical Clinic Foundation of Caring, and Tampa Electric Big Ben Station. Those are our Grand Slam sponsors. But we wow. do have a lot of in-kind sponsors, such as Casper's Companies with McDonald's. They provide all the food for all of our meet and greet uh, Bright House Networks, they gave us an airtime grant, and you'll be seeing probably real soon in-kind sponsor. We have billboards around town when space is available, and all that helps promote the league. Right. You know, with this great sponsorship, you know, it helps keep our costs low. We provide scholarships for our players that can't afford the money. That's not a problem. And your registration is open right now, and all you need to do is go to um, buddybaseball.org, and there's a registration tab, and then everything's online, and you can pay with um, your, your credit card. Through the website, it's fairly easy to do. Yes, and um, that's uh, that's pretty much how our season goes. But we're very grateful to sponsor just to keep these costs low. Right. Yes, and you're a sponsor of the show. Yes, I am. Which is awesome. You're one of my first sponsors. Well, thank you. We, we jumped at the chance. <laughs> well, and it's just amazing. Buddy baseball has been such a blessing in our lives and in so many lives. And even though I have children with special needs. I am always amazed at the other kids I see with their own challenges. And I will admit that at times, the challenges I experience, they just don't seem that much to other people. I'm sure they do. But you know how it goes. You're used to living with your challenge and not someone else's. So when you see that blind player out there playing or running the bases, or you see James Skelton able to go, even though there are some days he can't walk and he's in his wheelchair and he wears his head... um, uh, padding, mm-hmm. yes, to get around the bases. When you see that, it is just so exciting. And there are days that are good days, and he's walking the bases with his player, I mean, buddy. You know, we, we talk so much about uh, the players and buddies, how great it is for them, but it's great for the parents. You know, for an hour, they can go watch their kids play baseball, and it's also social for them. They're sitting in the audience with people that have some very similar situations that, uh, that where their kids are at. Right. And, and, go ahead. Well, I know that I don't necessarily belong to a support group, but one of the things that has been nice is the support that you get when you sit just talking to parents. Right. It's fun. You know, we even have a Facebook page with over 600 members, and it's fun to see people's comments. We'll post pictures and so on. And, and there's di- different things we post on there all the time. It's not always baseball pictures. It might be a – we're the 4th of July parade. We'll parade yes. pictures and so yes. on. But our Facebook page is getting very popular, and it's always fun when I see new likes. And I have no idea who these people are, and they may be living in Illinois or New York or who knows where. Right, right. Well, it's everywhere, yeah. and I hope Buddy's Baseball continues to grow. Did you have something you wanted to add, Phyllis? Um, just one final thing. If you do follow us on Facebook, you'll get to see um, the winners of the scholarships for our buddies. That's available yes. for senior buddies, maybe um, 
Russ could add on to that. In the past few years, with with the help of our sponsorship, as we mentioned, we're able to um, provide seniors in high school that are buddies a scholarship opportunity for an application. Wonderful. And they play at least three seasons, and it's been $500 per season. But this past year, we had a little extra money, and so we had two seniors that both received $750. Wow. It's not a huge sum of money, but, you know, that's going to buy you a new nice laptop and some things that go along with the school school supplies for college. Yes, and every little bit helps when it comes to college. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for being here. What a wonderful program. What a great time to visit with all my friends that I see during Buddy Baseball season in the fall and in the winter. So thank you for a great time. You're such a blessing. Thank you for having us. This is Julie Ames, the host of the Special Needs Family Hour. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1 for the Special Needs Family Hour, only on AM 860. The answer.